0: Good morning, it's Monday, October 15, 2012, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Abuse growing in loan option for elderly, GOP fighting libertarians spot on the ballot, and rebel arms flow is said to benefit jihadists in Syria. In today's national headlines, 24 miles, 4 minutes, and 834 miles per hour in one jump. Obama's prep session goal, don't repeat mistakes. Arlen Specter, former senator from Pennsylvania, is dead at 82. In today's business headlines, Morgan Stanley faces ACLU suit on loans. High-speed trading no longer hurtling forward and a morning news show on NPR from a team on two coasts finds success. There will be more business stories, more national and international news too, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled Abuse Growing in Loan Option for Elderly, reported by Jessica Silver Greenberg. The very loans that are supposed to help seniors stay in their homes are in many cases pushing them out. Reverse mortgages, which allow homeowners 62 and older to borrow money against the value of their homes and not pay it back until they move out or die, have long been fraught with problems. But federal and state regulators are documenting new instances of abuse as smaller mortgage brokers, including former subprime lenders, flood the market after the recent exit of big banks, and as defaults on the loans, hit record rates. Some lenders are aggressively pitching loans to seniors who cannot afford the fees associated with them, not to mention the property taxes and maintenance. Others are wooing seniors with promises that the loans are free money that can be used to finance long-coveted cruises without clearly explaining the risks. Now, as the vast baby-boomer generation heads for retirement, and more seniors grapple with dwindling savings, the newly minted Consumer Financial Protection Bureau is working on new rules that could mean better disclosure for consumers and stricter supervision of lenders. More than 775,000 such loans are outstanding, according to the federal government. Concerns about the multi-billion dollar reverse mortgage market echo those raised in the lead-up to the financial crisis, when consumers were marketed loans that they could not afford. There are many of the same red flags, including explosive growth and the fact that these loans are often peddled aggressively without regard to suitability, said Lori Swanson, the Minnesota Attorney General, who's working on reforming the reverse mortgage market. Joan Sirio Ford, 72, thought that she couldn't feel more devastated after her husband Christopher died last year. Then, roughly a month after the funeral, she received a letter from Generation Mortgage a reverse mortgage lender, informing her that unless she paid $293,000, she would lose her home in San Bernardino, California. Ford said she was never informed that if she wasn't on the reverse mortgage deed, she would have virtually no right to stay in her home unless she bought it outright. It's a nightmare, she said. Generation Mortgage declined to comment. Peter Bell, President and Chief Executive of the National Reverse Mortgage Lenders Association, a trade group, said that he met with officials from the Department of Housing and Urban Development to begin hashing out a way for lenders to adopt a uniform standard to determine whether seniors can afford to take on the loans. Used correctly, reverse mortgages can be a valuable tool for seniors to stay in their homes and gain access to money needed for retirement. Seniors who have built up equity in their homes can borrow against a percentage of that and take out a lump sum or a line of credit. Reverse mortgage lenders and brokers note that the loans are highly regulated and require potential borrowers to speak to a certified housing counselor about the potential pitfalls before taking out the loans. Ford, who lives in fear of losing her home in San Bernardino, said she could not afford to save her house by paying the full $293,000 debt. Now, she said, she spent much of her day standing guard by the window. Her home is already in foreclosure proceedings. With a wavering voice, she said, I have nowhere to go.